0: We want to remind our listeners that this potentially not safe for work podcast is brought to you by Javi's Tacos. Mike, what is Javi's special this week? The special this week is Beria
1: Tacos, and that comes with three huge tacos, a side of cilantro or red rice, consomme, and it's all just for 15 bucks. They serve those on Mondays, Fridays, and Saturdays.
0: So stop into Hobbies and you'll get yourself some berry Tacos. Berry Tacos. Okay. Now, why did I say potentially not safe for work podcast? Well, I don't know. Are you going to tell us? <sighs> yeah, I'll tell you. So, Friday, bombshell. Boom. Safe to say, bombshell?
2: Like a nuclear
0: bomb. Just, anyway, look, Um, we don't need to get into like this huge background. We could just say um, athletic reporter Breckman... Brett McMurphy comes out with a tweet Friday morning saying that Nebraska is trying to get out of the game against Oklahoma. What? And this ignited a a firestorm on Twitter, obviously, as it rightfully should have. Um, so, guys, let, let, let's quit the backstory. Let's just get into, like, our opinions. It's, fi- it's five days later. So we've had some time to figure out a little more details out, you know. We didn't record this Friday night. I wish. Like God, I'd have been. If, dude, I'd have been raw if we would have done Friday night. And I'm, st- I'm still triggered by it. I am still pissed off about it. But five days later, even some of the details that have come out, it's made me a little more pissed off actually. But you guys, I guess I should just ask for simplicity' purpose. How does this make Nebraska look? What does it do to their reputation, Mike or oh, Eric? Oh, gosh. Go.
1: Okay. Um, so now that we've let the dishes soak on this, if that's how we want to call it, okay. um, it doesn't look good. I mean, nope. you, this is not only just a game against a good team in Oklahoma. This is about tradition, history. And the man, the great man, Tom Osborne, scheduled this. This was the last thing he did as athletic director in 2012. His last wishes is he got a game scheduled to celebrate the 1971 Game of the Century. Yeah. So this isn't just a an, an normal game. This is not a normal non-con. This is a huge game. And what it was about to be is a giant black eye for this university and this program and this entire state. Like, you shouldn't be ducking opponents. We need all the eyes on the TVs that we can get for Nebraska football, especially the ones that aren't Nebraska fans. And this is going to do one thing, and that's bring people to TV sets to watch two historical programs play some football.
2: Eric. I'll kind of go off of what Mike said, except a little differently. Uh, At this point in time in the program, I don't really care about history or tradition. I care about winning games again. And they aren't going to beat Oklahoma, I'll tell you that. But... I think the one thing it does, Nebraska already has a bad enough reputation cuz for some reason it was a huge problem and they wanted to just play games last fall or winter or whenever it was and they got game-rolled by everyone for wanting to just play games. Yeah. And now it's like you're trying to not play games and trying to do all this other like like circus acts and in, and in the end or what? Now that the story's out, it ain't going to m- to make yourself look better. And um, now that Oklahoma, like, knows about this and this whole situation, don't expect them to take it
0: easy, like, at all. No. <laughs> because, look, one of the things about this that was so short-sighted was apparently Oklahoma didn't know about this at all until m- Murphy's tweet came out. And if this would have went through, Oklahoma's not coming here in 22. Heck no. So, I mean, look, in one of the, one of the new de- details that came out as of, as of late by a pretty reputable source, this isn't just some Twitter Yahoo jackalope tweeting. I mean, this is Sean Callahan of Husker Online saying that this was Frost's idea. And he went above our athletic director, Bill Moose's head. And the chancellor and president were the ones that approved of this. And again, I, like I said before, some of these details that have come out, I just look at Frost now and I look at this program and I ask myself, what team am I rooting for here? Yes, we've struggled under 500 absolutely <laughs> take all the dubs that we can get right but are we aiming for six and six we're rooting for an old dominion to come here so we can become bowl eligible so scott frost's win-loss record looks better so we can play in the lean cuisine bowl or something Woo. like the how i know how far the mighty have fallen we've We've been saying that, but I mean, Scott Frost, year four with perhaps his most um, talented defense with a four-year starting quarterback, and you're trying to get out of playing Oklahoma, which, I mean, this is your your best chance to beat them if you're ever going to do it. Four-year starting quarterback, best defense. Uh, You have... A receiving core that's supposed to be really good. I don't even understand what the point of having an athletic director is. Then, like, what is Bill Moose here for? To talk tough and have Scott walk all over him? Like, I don't. I just don't. I don't get it. Please help me, guys. Understand? Please, Scott Frost. Please help me, Scott. What are we doing here, dude? What are you doing here? I'm glad that people are finally
2: seeing that, like. Scott Frost has a lot more pull than Bill Moose actually does. Moose just kind of sits in his office or on his ranch all day, apparently, and doesn't really do anything. And, and then when he actually does talk, he doesn't say anything of substance. So, Or he puts a giant foot in his mouth That we come on here and talk about it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, uh, and look, we can talk about tradition. We can talk about how Oklahoma is... Historically, our most significant rival, they made us into the program that we turned out to be for those 40-plus years. And so, like, when I look at the hiring of Scott Frost initially, right, Wood River, Nebraska product, he gets Nebraska. And he, he's going to be known as the guy, yes, we're making <laughs> jerk-off <laughs> motions here, all three of us. This is It's a circle jerk here. Mm. Nebraska boy, he gets Nebraska's traditions. He gets he knows what it takes to win at Nebraska. And he's gonna be known as the guy who tried to duck Oklahoma? What? What are Mike (laughs) Mike? what What is Scott Frost's purpose here? I don't we're trying to we're trying to go six and six and even that's a a reach. Because we have to play Old Dominion to get there. Oh, my God. Like, I just... You guys, if this was Friday, I I wouldn't... I'd just be making animal noises the whole time. Because <laughs> I wouldn't know what to say. Okay. Well, let me help you. Help me. Okay. Please. So,
1: Scott Frost, when he got here, he preached these simple words. No, no fear, fear of failure. Of... You know? God. And... He said some stupid things, but that one just sits really just like total shit in my stomach, in my head, because if you can't live by what you're trying to preach to young men mm. of no fear of failure, and you are scared to play a team in the Big 12 who in recent past has had a Terrible defense. It's supposed to be better this year, but I'm telling you, when you compare the defenses in the Big 12 and the Big 10, you should not be fearing a team like Oklahoma. They are much more talented than you, yes. and they will score a lot of points, but if you're going to be saying that your defense is supposed to be carrying this this team next year, you should not be worried about any offenses. I mean, we played Ohio State, played, we'll say, one good quarter, one and a half good quarters against Ohio State. If you can look me in the eye and say that Oklahoma offensively and defensively are better than Ohio State last year, you're you're freaking crazy. I mean, that Ohio State team beat a freaking prodigy in Trevor Lawrence in the college football playoff. And that team, we actually hung with them for a quarter and a half. Once again, not saying a lot. quarter and a half isn't, you know, you got to play four quarters. But as far as the game goes – Physically, we were able to control the line of scrimmage against a team like that. And in my opinion, this Oklahoma team, once again, better than us. But that's got to give you some hope. I mean, we played much worse after the Ohio State game. I Once again, like I said last week, if we would have played Wisconsin when they were lacking all their personnel and half their coaching staff, I think we would have probably won that game and it could have changed maybe – how we played moving forward because football is all about momentum. It's a contagious thing. And if you win a couple games, you want to keep doing it. It feels really good to win some games, which Scott hasn't done and hasn't put that in his team's brain yet on how to win a game, how to close out a game and to prepare like you do every week. Don't downgrade your opponent just because you're playing a freaking Illinois or a Minnesota where you're projected to win, doesn't mean you won the game. You still got to go play the game, and you still have to play four quarters. But back to Oklahoma, you should not be scared to play a Big 12 team who, in my opinion, is not a physical league like the Big 10. And as far as speed and talent and at the skill positions, absolutely. Like Yes, I would be worried about that. But if your defense is going to be your backbone, like I think they're going to be, like we've said – why? Why would you be worried about playing? And, and don't give me the whole, this is all about money thing. We'll get in that, into that a <laughs> little bit later. Yuck. But that is the biggest bullshit excuse I have ever heard from somebody who
0: said, no fear of failure. And you want to talk about hope. You have teams like Kansas State. They're like the freaking gladiator thrown in the ring. And there's lions. They have no choice but to go in there and compete against OU. And what do they do? They beat them. Yeah. Iowa State Kansas State has beat Oklahoma.
1: And I'm sorry. Come on, man. those teams do not have near the talent that we have on our roster. We we preach this whole Iowa State five-star culture bullshit. Either way, they do not have the talent
0: that we get year in and year out. It's all upstairs. And like try and this this was a big reason why I think Scott tried to um, get this old Dominion game scheduled instead of Oklahoma because he looked at it and he said, "Yikes! Um, I don't this Buffalo game is going to be tough. The fr- the fighting Brett Bielema's will probably kick our ass. He probably even worse than last year. I fucking hard not. Brett Bielema is a ruthless son of a bitch. And <laughs> if With you it. think if you think he's going to just try to win, just just by a point? Hell no, dude. He's going to... If he finds a curb, he's going to put your head on it. Oh, gosh. And he's going to stomp your face in the curb. He don't give a fuck. So you have these games where they're probably looking at looking at how Nebraska's been playing. They're probably coin going
1: to lose. I, t- I say they're coin flips, which should never be the case. You are the University of Nebraska. You should never no. lose to Illinois and especially fucking Buffalo.
0: But if if Buffalo's better coach than Nebraska, Mr. Leipold, yeah. If if Buffalo not only wins, but if they can hang within, we'll just say a touchdown. You gotta get you gotta offer Leipold the job, don't you? I mean Jesus Christ, (laughs) come on. (laughs) But
2: if uh, Buffalo comes in here and wins, you gotta start thinking about that, like doomsday clock for frost don't yes. you I like mean,
0: look i mean it's bowl game or bust it i mean it is it's if you don't make a bowl game hoof tough ske- hey tough schedule oh god god there's nothing more that pisses me off and look guys this might be directed at some of you that are listening or on this couch here i am just so over all the excuses all the whining that's all we're known for now is just whining and coming up with excuses. Hey, guys, whenever... So I'm a teacher for a living, right? So I I have a lot of students that come up with excuses about why they can't do their work or why they didn't get their work done. And it's like, when you make excuses, like even Bill Moose, this schedule's kind of tough for us. We need to get on a roll. So, you know, the Big Ten didn't do us any favors with this schedule. Well, you know what, dude? (sighs) When you come up with excuses at the beginning of the year, all you're doing for your team is setting them up to not achieve their goals and then they just use the the excuses as a crutch to fall back on. They don't they're not going to look at your comments and use that as motivation to try to prove you wrong. What's going to happen is they're probably going to fail, then they're going to use those excuses those excuses as a crutch to say, well, yeah, I mean, that's that's why we didn't do what... That's why we didn't win. That's why we didn't play well. It's because our schedule was tough. <laughs> and you know what? If you don't want a tough schedule, go play in the frickin' Mac. Go go to play in the Sun Belt. Even if we played in the Big 12 still, we would have TCU on the schedule. We would have Oklahoma State. We would have Kansas State. We would have Iowa State. And guess what? If we had those teams on our schedule, we would view them as tough because... Nebraska's not a good team. So, of course, every team that we play is going to be tough. Northern Illinois was tough. Obviously, we lost. Yep. Did not we? Troy. So, who do we schedule? That's easy. Old Dominion. Holy shit. I'm just so sick of all the excuses and whining.
2: A couple things. Uh, I don't feel like anyone is talking about the impact that this whole like Oklahoma thing is going to have on the players. Like it's got, <laughs> it's got to be hurting like their mental state. Like, oh wow, even worse than it is. Yeah, I mean, like, oh wow, you don't believe, you don't uh, believe in us already. So now you're making it
0: known, hey. sweet man. Oh uh, yeah, and <laughs> all these seniors coming back on defense and stuff. Hey, hey guys, look, old Dominion. <laughs> Sorry, I mean, we just have to play because look, you guys can't beat Oklahoma, so we're not even gonna try. Look, Nebraska had nothing to lose by playing Oklahoma, besides a game. Oh, wow, you're going to lose another game. Wow, what else is new? But God forbid if you win, holy buckets. I've seen more miraculous things in my life, okay? Yeah. Um, If they could somehow pull out that win, I mean, just think of what that would do for your program. You're not even going to give your team the chance to compete? Keep Mike, you, you said that the the financial aspect of this whole thing, the financial excuse, yeah. Do I think that maybe the community is suffering as a result of COVID? Get in line first of all. Yep. Uh, One game against Old Dominion, which God, you know, if I was a fan, I wouldn't even go to to begin with. Because if you're gonna cancel Oklahoma, I would pray that the freaking sellout streak would end. That's pathetic. I, look the sellout streaks is a sham to begin with. so um, but you said that the financial aspect of this was just another bullshit excuse. and I agree. What could they I mean, what else could they do besides a football game to raise revenue for the community? What could they do? Okay, get creative. Uh, I mean yeah,
1: okay. So Nebraska has been at the front of the line in leading in innovation. We have been in the front of everything when it comes to innovation. We're the first to do, Branding for players. Uh, We're also the first school to bring in your own radio broadcast. We'll see how that goes. Mm. Innovation is something Nebraska strives to do. And I think that if you use innovation, you can easily make money. But even without innovation, here's the first thing that you could do to make a lot of money at this university. What? What? Sell fucking alcohol at football games.
0: Happy St. Patrick's Day, by the way.
1: Yes, happy St. Patrick's Day. If you are going to have 90,000 fans in one place, and all of these guys that go before the games, they pregame, they tailgate, I raise my hand. I'm one of them. I do it religiously. Every single week, I show up to Lincoln at 5 or 6 in the morning, and I start tailgating before the games. If I had the opportunity to continue my buzz into the game, (laughs) like, absolutely I'm going to pay whatever the damn cost is for a beer. $9, $12, $14, whatever it is. Easy win for the university is to sell alcohol at sporting events. Volleyball games, basketball games, baseball games. You think people might attend a couple more baseball games if you're selling some booze at the stadium? Oh, baby. Baseball is a perfect sport that you need alcohol to watch because it is a long, boring sport. It, 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 for some people, yes. Yes, for some people. Yeah, sure. I love baseball. But key I'm key. saying,
0: yeah.
1: it that is the easiest way to make money. And I also don't feel ter- bad for the university at all because unlike most universities, we were still in the black in 2020. We still made fucking money. We do. Compared to other
0: schools Nebraska made out just
1: fine we are just fine I mean seriously so using an excuse like that to cancel a football game is fucking absurd
0: and it, besides the booze like you could you could host like freaking watch parties in a stadium yeah and fans are gonna show up Nebraska fans are bored we're gonna go we're gonna we would watch a, t- a game on the freaking big screen in Memorial Stadium. Fans would pay three to five bucks for that. Like... Well, and here's another idea. There's just so many other...
1: What? I mean, you have a beautiful venue with 90,000 seats. What if you brought in a really big music star and had a huge concert? Don't you think Nebraska fans would pay to do that? Don't you think they would pay on a on a weekend that's non-football season to come out to Memorial Stadium and watch an, a, like an event?
0: Like a... Like a podunk country singer.
1: Hell yes!
0: Like, even if it's some yokel down the street, like, they're gonna pay to see that? They're gonna pay! Yes! I think they had Larry the Cable Guy there a couple of years ago. Yeah, I went to that, that shit was packed to the gills. That's amazing. That's where COVID originated from, too, I think. (laughs) All this talk about China. No, it was was Larry the Cable Guy. Larry the Cable Guy. He got her done. (laughs) (laughs) My plan worked. (laughs) Yeah, uh, money... Just, I think like this was like a, just a convenient excuse to fall back on. Like this, this thing got so far that Brett McMurphy had to save it. It got it got that far up the up the chain, if you will. That Nebraska had to be shamed to get out of it. Like, uh, it, so, thank you, thank you, Brett. So
1: you're saying, thank you. Brett McMurphy yes. saved saved potentially yeah. Scott Frost's job. That oh, he man. saved the game of the century I reunion, mean, I guess.
0: Look, I've, I, the game's gonna happen. The damage has been done. It's been done. You rep, Nebraska already had a reputation of being a whiner, a whiner, bottom dweller. Has been. I mean, this, this just makes it that much worse. Eric, did you have something?
2: Yeah, uh, I, I, like I saw it. today in the Omaha World Herald that uh, they're still thinking about adding a 13th game, and I don't know if like legally they're like allowed to do that. Yeah. And furthermore, this goes back to Jared's complaining a little bit. Where did this program in its current state Get this giant ego that they can just, like, do whatever they please with, like,
0: zero regard for the rules. Like, I don't understand. Well, I mean, I think maybe I see where you're you're coming from with that. But I also think that if the rules are kind of trash, then, I mean, if you look at the Big Ten, like, if you look at some of their rules by, you know, not having fans or...
2: Oh, the Big Ten's a sham, and so is the NCAA, but still, I think it's NCAA rules, I don't know. Don't come after me if I'm wrong here,
0: people, right. but... <laughs> no, I just, I think that, I mean, when I look at it from a personal perspective, I think that the rules are dumb, so when Nebraska came out to say they wanted to play, I'm like, hey, yeah, cool. I don't I don't care if you break those rules, because those rules suck, <laughs> in my opinion, but, yeah, well, I mean, we do kind of have this ego, but... So, uh, so to back to your your
1: thing, it was in the Omaha World Herald trying to get an eighth home game, which put us at 13 games. From what I was reading and researching about, I think the only way we could play a 13th game is if you played, like, at Hawaii. So that's not going to benefit the uh, Lancaster County by any means. And you'd lose anyway. So. It, you'd,
2: yeah, you'd probably <laughs> lose. Uh, that's <laughs> the normal r- rule for teams who, who play at Hawaii is they get a 13th game. Yes, so I don't know if that would apply.
0: And is that what you want? You want your team to go on a Hawaiian vacation before they start playing football? <laughs> this team, no. <laughs> I don't. I don't want them near any beach. Come on, I mean, take their mind off the game. Nah.
2: Oh yeah, we still have a football game to play. Yeah. Shoot.
0: Oh. Out. At least it's Old Dominion. Oh, well, we can take that week off, guys.
1: <laughs> well, it worked. It worked really well against Northern Illinois. I'll tell you. We we had some sort of vacation or party here in Lincoln and still got our ass kicked. So
2: yeah. Mike Riley was tired. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Guys, tell me if I'm if I'm being over dramatic here. Now, I'm I'm of the opinion that you you can have a viewpoint, but if you're presented with like new evidence, you're allowed to change your viewpoint, right? That's reasonable. That's yeah. okay. Like I've been beating the drum that Nebraska football is a is one of the blue bloods of college football. Boom, boom, boom. I've been I've been beating it, and I think again, tell me if I'm being overdramatic. I think this this circumstance changes. I don't I don't I don't think they're a blue blood program anymore. Like this this oh this my. thing that happened. Is enough for me to flip. Jared? I'm so like I am so disgusted, disappointed. I'm not even a I'm not even mad. I'm just
1: disappointed. That's you're, me. You're flustered. You're all red in the neck. I am. Yeah, like you are flustered. But this is what this is this is what did it. Jared. I'm can, sorry. Can you go on your phone real quick and go to dictionary.com and look up the definition of recency bias? Damn. Right now, Oof. you're you're still Oof. hurting. I'm glad Ooh,
0: recency bias. Yeah.
1: Okay. i I I think your 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 butt hurts a little bit still from Friday. My I'm butt, glad we butt, I'm glad we gave it some time. My butt does hurt. Because I think I think next week, you know, I think we could we could probably maybe change your opinion. But you know what? You know what cures everything, Jared? What? Just winning
0: games. But that's why Nebraska used to be a blue blood, right? We don't do that anymore. Our reputations in the trash. Other other teams fan bases Look at us, and they're like, "Damn, like you guys are pathetic. Like you guys, what are you anymore? Like you're just a, you're just another team. This circumstance, and and considering who our head coach is, no fear of failure, Nebraska guy, um, he gets our traditions. He knows what it takes to win. Ducking an opponent is." I think that's literally, that's worse than losing a game. It's it's worse than losing. Is not even giving your chance, your team the chance to play. So pathetic. You're you're telling everyone else, I can't. Uh, I have to give my team a gimme. Just to be bowl eligible. Yeah. In year four, with a four-year starting quarterback and a senior-laden defense, this is this is what we're cheering for. Yeah. Blue blood. We're blue blood, though. I I don't think... Blue blood. Back to what I've said. Selective company. You said recency bias. No, 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 but this
1: is, de- this is something that I, I've also said. Okay. When you look at a picture, do you look at the full picture, or do you look at the bottom right corner? This is another scenario where... This is where Iowa fans, they jab at us, oh, we've won, blah, 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 whatever. Right. When you look, at, when you look at the big picture, mm-hmm. if, you look, if you took a giant portrait of Nebraska football, yeah. this is going to be a wrinkle or a tear in that corner, right? But Maybe. it still doesn't ruin that masterpiece of a program. In my opinion, we're still blue blood. This looks terrible. It really does. It hurts me. It hurts you. It hurts the fan base. But let's let's stop thinking about fans for a second. How do you think the players I feel? I know. Like, can can you like can you imagine Scott Frost looking in Ben Stilley's eyes, Adrian Martinez's eyes, and saying, "Guys,
0: I, uh, I fucked up." We we t- we mentioned this earlier.
2: He basically do- said he has zero faith in him in winning this or is it that frost doesn't have faith in himself anymore
0: uh, he he knows his seat is hot his leash is short and this is oh my god this is what it's come to is scheduling old dominion instead of like oklahoma which is a sure l but you guys i mean we could talk about optics we've been hearing that all week optics optics uh, yeah a little, a little wrinkle in the corner, that little, that little wrinkle or tear, it's getting, it's getting bigger. Yeah. It's it, not getting it. there's and there's no signs of it getting smaller. And that's the other thing is that there are zero signs of it getting better. Yeah. If that would be one thing, if the teams look competent and they just did little shit right, but they don't. After this is year four, man. It's a big year for this
1: team, this coaching staff. And and we nice. talked about this a little bit a few weeks ago. But the decision not to change your staff says a lot of things. I mean, to me, this that would say the opposite of what he's trying to do right now, ducking an opponent. Because you should if you have the confidence to keep all the same guys there, then you should have the confidence to play anybody that lines up in front of you. We'll play in Uzbekistan, right? That's what he said. said. But we won't play in Oklahoma.
0: A lot of talking. It's a lot of talk. That's all it is. And you know, Nebraska fans, we bought into it hook, line, and sinker. Yep. We are little fishies waiting for that bait. We love the hire. Hot hot take city. Population me. Frost isn't the dude. Well, this is this is this flipped me. I said I was on the frost train. Like people say, you can't afford to be neutral on a moving train. The train's moving in the wrong direction. I'm, I'm hopping off it. I'm sorry. Uh, I would love to be wrong. I want to come back here a year from now, and I want you guys to feed me some crow. Mm. Caw, caw. And I'll, I'll open my mouth, and I'll take it like, a, like the little airplane going in my mouth. I'll wear a little bib, too. That's good. I, I hope I'm wrong. Me- I don't see it. Sorry. So if
1: Scott Frost has a winning record next year, does that change your, your yes, opinion? Yes, but that's not going to happen. I'm not saying it's going to happen. But if it does... So that, but that would change your opinion. If
0: he went 7-5. and five. If he went 7-5, and five, I will sit here and put, put some crow on some plate, and I will eat it.
1: Okay. Okay.
0: That, I just I wanted will. to
1: see where your line was drawn in the sand for, for Scott Frost. I'm yeah. not going to give up on the guy. I, I'm one of those guys that's I'm going to root for whoever's coaching the team until the day not, he doesn't I'm coach not, the team. I'm not
0: rooting for him, though. No. Okay. I just, but why would I also want to root for a dude who doesn't even believe in himself or his own team? How much longer can this go on for? Well, a dude that just flaps his gums, comes up with excuses, who goes over the head of his AD. Uh, I thought everyone was in lockstep. I thought, I thought uh, Frost came here and everyone had the, was in lockstep and everyone had the same goals and no one was going to stray from the pack. This proves all that shit wrong. Why do we have an athletic director if this is true? If Frost went over his head, what's he there for? I don't know. I I don't know. Um, To flap his gums. That's it. Oh, boy. My neck's red, man.
1: (laughs) Holy buckets. And part of it's from Guinness, and part of it's from being hot.
2: So J- Eric, am I okay? What? 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 Sorry. So tell us how you were. Really Jared. <laughs> but no. Link cuisine um, ball or bust. You guys know me. I've talked about it before. I'm all for taking every advantage for my team to win. If you're gonna play us or, or without 40 players, fine, do it. I have 70 players out. I don't care. Mm-hmm. But this kind of advantage is completely cowardly and a huge stain on the current staff and cowardly and even. After the game, like three years from now, if Frost is still here, people are still going to talk about it and they're still going to remember it.
0: Seriously, I hear, I've hear heard a lot of media people say, oh, in a week, this will blow over and it's not going to be a big deal. First of all, do you know where you live? You live in the fishbowl. This is the fishbowl. Yep. Uh, we probably make stories that aren't stories. Yeah. This is a story. I don't care what media member says that we're going to forget about this. If and when... I'm sorry. I'll say if Frost gets let go or resigns, this is going to be the first thing that people mention. It's not even going to be the losses. Oh, or It'll be his dude, record. It'll no, be his it's record. not. This is going to be the first thing that people say. He wouldn't even play. We won't even... Leave Oklahoma out of this, dude. That's not the point. Like, tradition... Okay, cool, fine. Nebraska kid, he, he supposedly gets it. You ducked an opponent that is better than you. Whether that has the Oklahoma logo on their helmet or not, dude, it's cowardly. And that's going to be the first thing that people come up with. Fuck the under 500 records. This is going to be the number one thing. He wouldn't even play Oklahoma. Didn't even want to do it. Well, 12 and Coward. 20. 12 and 20, man. That's all I got to say. And that's, that was the narrative
1: first. Yeah. And, and the the heat the heat's cranked up a bit. The, the heat is cranked up, mm-hmm. but, but he's still sitting there. All right? He's still sitting there. That and, seat is hotter than my neck, bruh. And I think when people are saying that it'll blow over, I think what they mean nationally, it's going to blow over. Locally, it'll never blow over. They'll bring it up 10 years from but, now. I, but, but, but nationally, it's already out of the headlines. They're going to jab us. Don't get me wrong. They're going to jab us on game day. It's going to be all over the place. The ESPN Game Day, they're going to be talking about it on Game yeah, Day. that's
0: the thing. Game Day, is going to happen. That's going to be the first thing people talk about. It's not going to be, let's break down this matchup. No, it's going to be, hey, here's what happened in six months before the game. It's one thing if you want to like get out of it like two years before or something, but six months, get out, you. Actually, Jesus. Now, that,
2: now that you say Game Day, it would not surprise me if they went there for <laughs> just
0: for like the history aspect, but. Yeah. But this is going to be the first thing they say. Yeah. It's so... Not a blue blood anymore. Sorry. Okay. I well, love me some Nebraska football. Back to This the... is what we wanted. We wanted to have this powwow. Okay. Back well, to the
2: blue blood thing. Yeah. Give it on mine, but... To the blue blood thing. I guess... I don't know. I think the definition of blue blood is fluid. Like, are, are blue bloods like the historically great teams or the ones hey, that are
0: great do, now? Do you like, know why it's fluid? Because Nebraska's out of it now. That's why it's fluid. No, I'm not saying that. Well, Well, historically great, yeah. But you have to
2: show some, like today people would consider Clemson a blue blood. Ten years ago? No. no. I don't
1: think anybody considers Clemson a blue blood.
2: What do you consider a blue blood? Is it the programs that are great? now, or the ones that used to be?
1: This is my definition of a blue blood. A blue blood is someone who has been good in every uh, generation, we'll say. So every, they've had success in increments of 10. They've had success the majority of the time. And they have championships to show for it. They have gear to show for it. They have conference championships to show for it. Um, and you could say they're not a blue blood, but they have the second most conference championships of all time. Next to who? Oklahoma. We're number two. Alabama actually has 13 less conference championships than Nebraska. So think about that.
0: It would take know, Alabama
1: thirteen more conference championships just to tie up. Well, like the well, traditionally,
0: the traditional eight is Alabama, Ohio State, <laughs> Oklahoma, USC, Michigan, Notre Dame, Texas, and then us. I mean, that's that's like always been the the standard, mm-hmm. right? And then you have like Penn State on the outside. You have, um, like you said, Clemson is probably on a little bit on the outside. They're
1: way outside. <laughs> Clemson is what. I, Back to that definition. Well, recency, recency bias. bias. Clemson right. has no history. They don't. They don't. It's they true. are a great, You're right. You're right. great program now. You're right. But the things that Dabo has done there,
0: yeah. excellent. Yeah,
1: they, they strive to be excellent. But yeah. they are not a blue blood program because they don't have the past to show for it. And
0: things, what goes up must come down. It's going to happen. I mean – I hope you're right. I, dude, like I said, I want to be wrong. I just don't think this excuse maker that we have as a head coach is the one that's going to do it. I just don't. Yeah. That's where that's where I stand on this St. Patrick's Day, 2020. One. Damn. Let's let's try to end this podcast on some positivity for the program. That's where you have to come in because I'm. You know what? I'm leaving right now. Then. <laughs> yeah. Negative Nelly. Go and get boy. Get. Hey. Um, baseball's
1: okay, volleyball's okay. Cool. Yeah, I mean, that's it. Is that it? No, I thought you had No, Here's here's some positivity. Okay. Spring ball, right around the corner. Two weeks, we got spring ball. We'll have have some stuff to talk about. There'll be some Mm storylines. We might get to talk about some transfers. We might get to talk about, you know, departures. So, we're going to have some chatter to talk about. I think, hopefully we don't have to have another episode like this where we have to just God, I react that. and rant. Just. Um, and just a total negative look towards... Just another...
0: Ne- shoot yourself in the foot on the field and off it, too.
1: Anyway. Yeah. But anyways, we have some good things to look forward to as yeah. far as football goes. We and don't. you know what? At the end of the day... We're all Nebraska fans here.
0: I want to watch some. I, w- I want to watch some football. We're
1: gonna we're gonna glue our eyes to the screen, no matter what. Who, no matter, no, no matter, matter, matter who the head coach is, yeah. no matter if we're playing you Ube- use best or Old Dominion or Old Dominion or Norman. Doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah. But I say I think we've we've bitched enough tonight. Yeah. Um, it's St. Patty's Day. Yeah. I think it's about time to drink some green beers and some Guinness. Mm-hmm. You know the No Block No Rock podcast is brought to you by Javi's Tacos. If you haven't been to Javi's, it's on 180th and
0: Q, right next to the High V. Go give it a try. It's excellent. This is the No Block, No Rock podcast. You can find us on Twitter at NBNR a Podcast. On Twitter, please follow us, like us. We might rant on there a little bit, too, not just here on the podcast. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Um, I'm one of your hosts, Jared Hall. Mike Delaware. I'm Eric Morrow, And as always, Slanja and GBR.